Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about which Google Analytics metrics you should be focusing on. So I'll start. This one's simple. You should be focusing on conversion rate. That's one of the most important metrics that you can uh, be looking at because it's going to tell you how well you're performing, whether you're trying to collect leads, whether you're trying to sell a product exactly. It tells you how well your site's performing. And then from there, you can try to figure out, okay, well, why is my conversion rate so low? Let's dig deeper from there and you can decide uh, what kind of action you want to take. So conversion rate's always good to look at. And if you can improve that over time, over and over, it just basically tells you uh, how much better you're getting. So very simple, but I think a lot of people sometimes tend to you know, overemphasize page views over things like conversion rate. Also look at your traffic, but don't just look at your traffic from the last 30 days or 31 days or whatever Google Analytics is set to by default. Look at the last seven days and continually do a week over week comparison. So every week you should be getting more traffic than the previous week. If you do that and you focus on it, you won't always hit those goals, but you'll see what channels are moving up, down, and then you can dig into, all right, search move down. What can I do to increase search traffic? Email traffic went down. Oh, it's because we didn't do an email blast. We need to make sure we do at least one email blast a week. Oh, look, social media traffic is down as well. We don't promote as hard. We need to make sure that we're doing X amount of social promotions each week or day or whatever it may be. But when you look at a week by week comparison, you'll continually find ways to improve and do things to make sure you're growing. When you look at a month over month perspective, it's too late if you're having a down month, right? That's why you need to look at it from a week by week perspective. Of course, you look at it daily, but the week by week indicator should tell you if you're doing better or worse. And I also like looking at the value of certain landing pages on the site, just really across the board. So if you have goal conversion set up, make sure that you're assigning some kind of value to them, whether it's an email sign up, whether it's somebody sign up for a lead, you should know how much these are worth across the board. So then you can you can at least go back into it later and figure out, okay, now that we know the worth of a lead, kind of you know, you know, what are uh, you know, how much we're willing to pay per email, things like that, then you can start pouring paid advertising on it. But that's really for another uh, another time. But to be able to look at your pages and say, okay, we know how much each page is worth, then you can allocate more resources to these pages too. You can also look at, um, basically you go to your top landing pages and you can see, um, you know, how much these pages are worth. And then you can also, from there, try to figure out how can I optimize these pages? Um, what can I do is, you know, do I need to add more forms to them? Do I need to add more content? Do I need to change them exactly? Um, you know, what can I do to, to add to the value of these pages? Load up your Google Analytics account, click on audience, then click on behavior, then click on engagement. I talked about this in previous podcast episodes, but you'll see a chart of how long people are staying on your site from zero to 10 seconds, 11 to 30, 31 to 60, etc. What you'll notice is that most of your visitor sessions are in the zero to 10 second range. 
Now, just think about if you improve the usability, the flow, the content on your website, you can get more of those people from the zero to 10 second range to stay on your website. So you need to look at that number and make sure that you're continually improving it so then that way people just aren't coming to your website and bouncing off. Instead, they're sticking around, staying there longer and eventually becoming customers. Speaking of bouncing off, that's another metric to track, your bounce rate, right? Uh, Avinash said, you know, the one he, the famous thing that he said before was, uh, basically it says, I came, I puked, and I left, right? This is basically people that come to your website after visiting just one page. So make sure that your, your, your bounce rate is, you're trying to keep it as low as possible. And in some cases, your bounce rate is going to be high. I know of publishers that are getting, you know, millions of visits a month, and sometimes their bounce rate is pretty high. And, you know, that, that's okay because that's what they're, they're used to, right? But um, if you look at your bounce rate, you have an average, and then you're looking at certain pages, and one appears to be much higher than the rest, um, well, then you need to go back to the drawing board and you need to start asking questions as to why this is happening. Um, I always like looking at rates because you can figure out like that really tells you how well your team is doing, how well whoever's responsible for it is doing. And it could be you, right? But the rate um, is a good place to start. Another report that I like looking at is I go under behavior, site content, all pages. And what that does is list out your most popular piece of content. You already know your homepage is going to be popular. You probably already know a few other pages that are extremely popular. But you'll find every once in a while that there's a few pages that just grow in popularity. They may just get a ton of social shares or high Google rankings, and they consistently get a lot of visitors, yet you're not doing anything to monetize them. For example, I had a buddy who has a security company, and in his security company, he has an article that breaks down the top uh, free security tools. And in that list, he didn't even mention his own product. That page gets 60,000 visitors a month. So we're like, hey, you need to change this, put your company number one, uh, from there send them to a lead form and collect more leads. Did it, started collecting more leads, started making more money. If he wasn't looking at the site content report to figure out the most popular pages, he would have never generated those extra leads. I like looking at traffic sources as well. Obviously you wanna see what your top traffic sources are. You know, Sometimes it might be organic, sometimes it might be paid, but then you can at least see kind of what's going on. In some cases you might have a traffic source that is performing if you look at it week or week over week or month over month, if something starts to skyrocket, you can start to ask questions as to why is this happening exactly from this traffic source? Where are they going to? So take a look at that. Um, and user demographics is also really good too. So you can find out you know what kind of countries are visiting, what language exactly. You can see how how engaged they are. A lot of things that you can do with Google Analytics, but a lot of people don't spend the time to actually look at what's going on over there. But take the time, you know, perhaps you should block off, you know, an hour or so, a week, whatever it is exactly, if you're if you're very busy. I think an hour a week's really, you know, the minimum. And then you can really draw out insights and maybe make this a team exercise as well. Neil, anything else to add? Sure. Last but not least, go into under acquisition, then search console, and make sure your Google search console is connected with your Google Analytics. By doing that you're gonna get insights on the exact keywords that are driving you traffic. I know everyone's like, oh, Google Analytics does not provide it where they don't show you what keywords are driving your traffic. But when you connect Search Console with Analytics, you can then start getting data on keywords. Yeah, that one's huge. I mean, you're able to also see the, you know, how well each page converts uh, organically without having to do some, you know, crazy Excel stuff, you know, export different things uh, from there. So that makes your life a lot easier. So that's it for this episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.